Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. Uh, we are a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT, and today I have both the Dream and the Dramatic back for uh, our review of the first three nights of the Reyes de Perez. We had Amy here last week to preview the show, uh, the tournament with me, but uh, today we have back the. The dramatic, Yannick. Sunder and Hadeln. I'm so glad to be back. Recording is always a lot of fun with you guys, so it's going to be a blast. Oh, yeah. And uh, we also have the dream, Dylan. And what a return for all three of us, the dramatic dream dragons all together. But you know, Sandre, they say, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder. And it's been a little while since I've talked to you guys. And well, uh, you know, Sandra, you were on the Patreon. Now that I think about it, talk, yeah. talking about the start of the show, which was a lot of fun. You had a lot of passionate opinions, but that fire you brought there, and I hope it carries over here to all the people, the general public, all the people <laughs> we know and love, all the fans. You know, I feel that passion when we're on the show. That's what makes me happy. Is when you see the passion. Um, shout out to Amy last week doing a wonderful job. I was fired up listening to y'all. Y'all got me feeling like Cosmo you right now. Come at me if you want to die is what I want to say to y'all y'all right now. But we're not going to do that. We're not going to bring the violence on this show like we do in some wrestling matches like in AEW <laughs> recently as well. Yeah. But we're going to bring fun times, happy stories, and pretty good matches that we're going to talk about too. Looking at DDT and Dragon Gate as well. Yeah, we will touch on some DDT at the end uh, because they have they have only had one show between now and the last recording. But uh, this, uh, what we should first start off uh, start off talking about is the Reyes de Perez opening night in Corkin Hall uh, last Friday, Friday the third uh, on of February. Uh, they uh, opened the tournament in Corkin Hall. Me and Amy, we did a preview of the whole show, top to bottom, and now we will do a review of the whole show, top to bottom. <laughs> so um, this show was uh, a return to form uh, somewhat, the first Cork and Hall show with uh, cheering in uh, for Dragon Gate since before the pandemic. Uh, and they it, it came out with an attendance of uh, 1,198 in Cork and Hall, which is like decent normal uh Dragon Gate uh drawing, I would say. Uh like of course not what they would get before the pandemic, but a very good number. Uh but my question is um I talked with Amy about the tournament last week and now I should ask you guys, how did you feel about the tournament going into this? Uh Yannick? Going into this, um, we should say, like, we record this on Thursday night, and the show was on Friday last week. Yeah. So this is this was a while back. I don't quite remember how I went into it. I was obviously hyped, and I knew that it was going to be a hot show because cheering was allowed. Uh, what I definitely know is how hot it was, and with this crowd and how represented themselves. I'm uh, totally fascinated by this show. Yeah. 
And me, though, I, I think that, uh, you know, I was pretty hyped coming into this, this tournament, actually. And again, I, I, you know, maybe you thought I was a little uh, over dramatic on the, the first part, but I really appreciate the passion of the fans because I really think right now Dragon Gate is really getting a, a groundswell of maybe people that maybe they weren't fans of Dragon Gate before, or maybe they're new viewers, or maybe they relapsed a little bit. They watched before and it's a little different. I feel like a lot more people are trying to give DG a chance lately. And I think when you see that kind of stuff going on, you see new people coming into the promotion, more fans wanting to talk about the promotion, maybe learn new things. And who knows, maybe even listen to this show, maybe maybe learn a thing or two, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, you know, that really inspires me. It makes me really feel like the promotion's going the, the right way. And when you look at a lot of the teams, I thought they did some interesting things. And then you obviously were going to talk about them in a little bit. But when I saw uh, how they handled kid and dia teaming up together i was really hyped for that and wanted to see wanted to see how things would go and i think we still got a long way to go in the tournament but right now when i was coming or not right now but when the tournament started i was thinking really positive things i was feeling good about the tournament i think the blocks are good and uh was looking forward to it yeah and as me and me and amy we did an in-depth like dive into each team and we i felt at the end of the podcast like we had done a great like introduction to this tournament uh but um i i definitely see both your points and uh, i i was i was hyped i like a tag league has been exactly what uh dragon gate has needed during these like down months in the early parts of the year before like dead or alive or champion gate gets going or the build to kobe world gets going but yeah. um just to say it on, on air, like, shout out to Amy. She did a great job last week. Yeah. Um, I I don't believe that that was her first podcast. She was a total natural at it. <laughs> um, but you're, you're right, because tech wrestling is kind of what encapsulates uh, Dragon Gate and the uh, Japanese wrestling scene. It's uh, one of their specialties. And so I really look forward to, to the, this month. And yeah, like we were off to a great start with it. And I, I thought the the opener of this uh, this uh, show, uh, the opening night of the Tag League, uh, match number one: uh, Shuji Kondo, Eita, and Takashi Yoshida versus Seabats, Shun Skywalker, Kai, and Diamante. And with this opener, that is free on YouTube forever. Go and watch it because uh, you can really hear how much the crowd has missed cheering, and you can definitely hear how over Eita is, and how just ready the crowd is for Eita to be just something more than what it was in this match. <laughs> um, but yeah, I th they, they were really into Eita, and I thought that that was just so telling of where he should be this year. Enough of Noah, enough of Aether running around in Noah and doing stuff with Ogawa or whatever. Like Enough of heal Aether, please. Yeah, just have him be this underdog babyface. Like, the crowd wants it. The crowd treated him like an underdog babyface in this match. And I'm, I think that we are ready for it. Dylan? Can he keep the sunglasses at least? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. 
But yeah, Shun, uh, Shun won this for the Sea Rats trio uh, by when he hit a great Moonsault knee drop on Takashi Yoshida. A fun opener, uh, mostly just the highlight of it was Eita being as over as he is. And uh, it was also Diamante's first ba- uh, match back after his minor injury. Match number two. Yeah, right. Jackie That's Funky Kamei versus Kaito Nagano. A uh, a preview of uh, a future tag league uh, match that is happening next weekend, I think, uh, or this weekend. Uh, but at least it, this was the first of two preview uh, singles matches in the, between Jackie Funky Kamei and Kaito Nagano first now. Uh, this was very like high spots versus high spot uh, match. Uh, Jackie got the win after trading roll-ups with Kaito Nagano. Uh, any thoughts on this match? Yeah, I'll I'll tell you right now. I thought this was a, a really good match, and I first want to say congratulations to Nagano for, I think maybe it was the football gimmick that he's had that's appealed to a lot of the German overlords on cage match, but Nagano gets the profile before Kato. So I, Yay. Think that's the, <laughs> I think that's the first shot that's fired in this uh, maybe intergenerational or in, you know generational rivalry they have. Going. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, we'll talk about the next match a little bit. Maybe Nagano didn't win the match quality. Uh, I would say battle on this show, but I thought yeah. this was really good too. You know, uh, Kame, uh, I thought it was a really really good, uh, good action. You know, the, the first match was okay. Like you said, the crowd was into it, but a lot of it was just. To me, heel stuff we've seen before. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of those kind of matches, not too special. Here was a much more lively match. You get somebody like Nagano, who, who's hungry. And my co-host on my Eastern Lariat show, Striga, uh, speaking of cage match, shout out there. He mentioned that he believes that Nagano's football game is really improving. Uh, yeah, yeah like, but he started so low. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point so i'm not arguing that but i just wanted to bring that up maybe not just his wrestling game but also his football game is really get, getting there maybe one day a year from now he might be you know up to the level of a you know an elementary school player eventually. yeah i um, i what impressed me with this match is uh not only nagano which of course like all eyes are on him but this must be one of the first time that uh jfk really got to lead a singles match. Yes, I was just about to say that. Like, this was probably the first time he worked, like, on top uh, for most of the match. Uh, where usually he's, like, the ultimate underdog that takes all the offense, but here he was, like, kind of leading the match. And, yeah, that was very interesting. Um, I think it was a sign of, uh, like, Jackie has kind of kind of moved past the need for being the uh, like of course he is great as an underdog but like it's time for him and jason to get like not only wins over the rookies you know (laughs) Uh, maybe we'll see that in this tournament (laughs) yeah speaking of jason lee uh the next match was jason lee versus uh nagano's partner yoshiki kato in a singles match uh Jason got the win after he tapped uh, Kato out to the Kimura lock. And this was amazing. I thought this was such a good technical, like, match for Jason Lee to, like, to, like, uh, he was facing a rookie, 
but he was still the man that was kind of like un, uh, like the underdog kind of. But he like he worked uh, Kato's arm the whole almost the whole match and just made the finish awesome. I thought this was uh, the best match up to this point on the show and a great rookie versus veteran t- match. And it yeah, felt- uh, to me, I just think that I, I've always said this before too, so I don't want to repeat myself, but I will anyway. But Jason Lee to me is like my favorite guy in Dragon Gate, just in the ring. I yeah. think he's so good in every way. Uh, I, I love his style. I think he brings something a little bit different to the table. Good presence in the ring, you know, not maybe an over-the-top bombastic type of character, but a charismatic guy. I think a really good, young, handsome type of baby face that fits with Dragon Gate. Kato is much more of a bigger type of player that, you know, in the ring, and he's a guy that made this match really work, and you have to be impressed with young Kato yeah. at this point Yeah. Uh, to, to where, you know, and I, I said it, it's clear that they see something big in him, and he's going to be the kind of the guy I think that they push to be that next guy kind of for DG. But Lee deserves his props. I think he's not – I honestly don't think – he's not just the best of the company. I think he's one of the better overall junior heavyweight players in Japan. Oh, yeah, he just, is. You know, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So I completely agree with you, long story short, Sandra. You, you said everything that you, you could say about it. Yeah. I thought it was a great and match, like great how... stuff for both men. How about those elbow strikes from Jason Lee? <laughs> Holy, like that that guy, he does not hold back on those elbow elbows. Oh, Yannick, what, what did you think about this match? I mean, Yoshiki Kato is special. Like, um, what I what I'm impressed with is his presence he has in these matches, and uh, Jason, uh, as Stone said, Jason is phenomenal. Like, totally one of the best in the world. But he doesn't stand out. And it's kind of perfect against Kato. Yeah. I, that is a good point. But yeah, I thought the, both these uh, preview singles matches were great, uh, like, tastes of what that uh, Jason, Jason Lee and Jackie Funky Kame versus Kaito Nagano and Yoshiki Kato tagling match is going to be like. Uh, so that match is happening uh, this weekend in Kyoto, if I remember right. Uh, yes, on the next uh, live show on the 11th. But uh, uh, with that said, we are getting into the block matches. Uh, the first Reyes de Pereas, uh, Reyes, yeah, <laughs> uh, block match was a B block match uh, between MK, Susumu Mochizuki, and Yasushi Kanda versus uh, the Strong Machines, the Strong Machines, Strong Machine J, and Strong Machine F. Of course, everyone should know where, who Strong Machine F is, but in case you did not know, it is a certain guy named Don Fuji. <laughs> but uh, this was a really fun return for Strong Machine F. Uh, he has been in the silo or, or whatever, uh, charting up. Shame they didn't fix his uh, leg. But uh, he he came out there and uh, he had fun. I thought this match was a fun opener to the Tag League and um, a good taste of how both these teams will be in the Tag League. But uh, Su- Susumu won the match for MK after hitting um, Strong Machine F with a sliding jumbo lariat after a bunch of lariats, first of all. <laughs> 
But I absolutely, thought yeah. absolutely this, loved this match. Oh yeah. I thought this was a great taste of just how good this tournament is going to be. Yeah, because this wasn't uh, anything really spectacular or anything. No. Um, it's just like three old guys and the son of a legend yeah. um, going at it and with their stiff style, but also their Dragon Gate style. So it's not just like a standard match. Yeah. Though it's clearly like a, a lower ranking if you would do that. Um, I just came away with a new appreciation for Susumu. He's just so effortlessly great in these tag matches. The, oh, yeah. This man is great, and it's not just like his matches with Kai that he no. has like every two years or something like that. It's matches like this where he just puts in the work in the in the mid card, you know. No, I, as I said uh, in my in the preview of uh, the title with Amy, I I said that MK the Susumu and Kanda was gonna be a team that are going to be slept on a lot, but undisturbed, like, don't sleep on them. Please, they are. I I do think that they will be, at the end of the tournament, looked back on very fondly uh, as a tag team uh, that hit in every match they had. Or Susumu is my other favorite in the company, uh, besides Jason Lee. I think he's among the best uh, in-ring guys that, that they've had. He's been great for so long. Uh, and always been kind of a, a upper mid card, maybe that now down to mid card stalwart. You know, he's been a Dreamgate champion yeah. in the past multiple times. He's a guy that in ring has a lot to him, and I think he's a great overall wrestler. Again, one of the better ones I would say in any company, really. And you know, Strong Machine J, he's a guy that's really had a glow up in the last year. You know, since his return from injury, uh, he's a guy that does a lot. But I have to say, two things were working against this match for me, and you know, I think Susumu. If he were teamed, and obviously you're not going to put him with either of the other two because there's a story there, their father, yeah. son, and all that. But I think Susumu was somebody maybe a little bit of a higher level than Kanda. You could have some really dynamite matches and like have some great stuff. I don't think this team is built for that with Kanda, you know, even though Susumu I think is a great wrestler. And, and anytime he's in the ring, he'll make it great. But I just am not a huge Kanda fan at this point. Yeah, I... And... I... I feel like the Kanda pairing is more of a tribute to Torimon. Uh, well, uh, yeah, obviously, bringing this whole group yeah. back what was, the, it was the callback to that. Um, you know, it's not, it's not even for the wrestling, but I think if he were with somebody who was like a strong, you know, performer, like if it was somehow him and Jason as a team, I think we would see like amazing matches up and down. I don't think this team is really built for that. Unfortunately, uh, Susumu is no longer in natural vibes, so we can't have that. <laughs> But yes, yeah. although uh, <laughs> although he was not a big fan of the dancing, so I, I can see that, and I and I re I related to him uh, on that one. I think the the entrance oh. took a little too long. Cut it down. That is all I'm saying on natural vibes. I I like vibes, and I like uh, KZ's rap abilities, but uh, I do think they could cut the dancing down a little bit. I'm like Susumu right now. Yeah, but, but, oh, old but, man. <laughs> but let me tell you, you know, the thing here is Fuji Strong Machine F. There was no break dancing. So that's what I called oh, for in the yeah. build-up to the tournament. That's what I wanted to see. And until we see that, I'm not going to improve with this team. And until, until we see Strong Machine F get down, then I don't need to see, you know, then I, I ain't got no time for this, is all I'm saying. I I, I think if uh, Strong Machine F does a breakdown, he will not take a single bump the rest of the match. 
Uh, <laughs> and I'm fine with that. You know, like what's that's wrong fair. With that? Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. trade-off, in my opinion. That's a good trade-off. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope he breakdowns uh, <laughs> sometime in this uh, tournament. But uh, in this next match, uh, uh, Reyes de Barrios A block uh, match, uh, Mochizuki, uh, the Mochizukis, Masaki Mochizuki and Mochizuki Jr. versus Seabrats, uh, Hyo and Ishin. Or as I like to call them, Just Brats. <laughs> because they are Just Brats. Um, but the, general ri- the generational rivals of Jr. and Ishin clash once again. And I. They their chemistry is off the charts. Like it's, it is, it is crazy that when when they like go into the ring with each other, they and they look at just look at each other, and every I get goosebumps because I know that they are going to create magic, and that I thought this match was fantastic. It was uh, a lot better than the the first match, but it was also just a amazing return to the Asian and Mochizuki Jr. Uh, feud that was like one of my favorite feuds all uh, 2022. But uh, yeah, Mo- Mochizuki won this match by pinning Ho after hitting a reverse twister that was gnarly. It was a great reverse twister. And uh, Amy's prediction of uh, the Mochizuki's going def- uh, winless in the tournament was broken on the first night. So, <laughs> such a surprising result here. Yeah, like uh, I was sure that Hyoundishin would would win this, but uh, on all this match, uh, sentimentally, is one of the my favorite matches I've seen all year. Yeah. Uh, Ishin, like you guys know, Ishin's my boy. He's great, and the Mochizukis are like more more capable of having great great matches. Um, yeah. Because of course, uh, Dylan has his quals with Hyo, with his yeah heel like, persona. <laughs> um, but like the the Mochizukis didn't care. Like they just. Pulled Ishin and Hyo uh, to this very heated match. Very heated, very great match. And Junior and Ishin. I wouldn't be surprised if this still will be a thing in 10 years. Like, oh, yeah. They're going at it. They will always have that, uh, that 2022 start feud that they had. Uh, that, that will always be a thing between those two. Uh, Dylan, your thoughts on this match? Oh, yeah. To me, I think this is all about Ishin and Mochizuki Jr. Uh, like you mentioned, their rivalry that's taken place through a lot of last year. And like you guys were saying, this is something that could be either still a thing or bubbling under and could be called back to at any point in the next five, ten years. And that's a really great thing about Dragon Gate is that they're a company that's really not afraid to call upon their history. Yeah. yeah, you know, at, at any moment, I would say they're they're probably the best at that. Other companies have kind of done that in the past as well. It's not like it's completely uncommon, but in Dragon Gate, I think you'll always have those moments, those callbacks that you can go to, and I think that this is another one where we'll see that. And I thought their their performances on their team was just so good with each other. So, like you said, very heated, uh, Sandre. I think they really were able to exemplify that. I also really like the kind of 
B story going on with Mochizuki Jr. right now that's going to be an A story, I think, at some yeah. point, where he's trying to distance himself from his dad, you know, and try yeah. to go his own route. Growing uh, his hair out and stuff like that. Like, being, he's being more rebellious during the matches also. Yeah, um, kind of like, hey, I, you know, I, I'm a threat too. I'm not just, yeah. uh, you know, it's not just Mo- Mochizuki and his sidekick, his son. It's like, I, I could be my own guy as well, which I think is a very cool story to tell. And I think we're going to see how that, that goes. Um, but yeah, this match was really good. Uh, I would say but both teams really deserve a lot of credit. Uh, the Zebrats team is, is clearly a much more of a heel team, as you would expect in this yeah. tournament. Uh, and But I think it really worked when you have the emotional connection of the feud between Ishin and Mochizuki Jr. to where this sort of thing can really work well. And I thought everybody brought the best out of each other. Uh, Hio's okay. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I, I would put him on this great roster. I would probably put him lower tier, just in the ring. Uh, as a yeah. character, he's been able to find his own way, though, which I, I do appreciate, actually, you know, uh, with this kind of heel, kind of smarmy, kind of, you know trying to formulate plans to try and win, even though some of them aren't that successful, much like in this match, <laughs> so some would say. Uh, but, yeah, I thought it was a good all around. I thought all four played their role really great, and the Ishin and Mochizuki Jr. stuff, that's 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 big-time stuff in the future. So, yeah, I really like this. Yeah, and uh, something also to be pointed out was right after the match ended and Mochizuki's team started, they were Mochi chants uh, from the crowd, and... Uh, I will always love that. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, next match, we took a break from the Reyes de Perez and uh, because Ben K showed up to the building, he had been, he had not made the opening ceremony because uh, he was in Kobe and on the way to uh, Tokyo Cork and all. <laughs> but he made it uh, until for this match where he teamed with Ultimo Dragon and his uh, uh, tag league uh, Partner Minorita versus Genki Horiguchi, Kagetora, and Hoho Lun. I thought Ben K and Minorita showed here why they are a tag team to be that will be very entertaining for the people that uh, love just comedy wrestling uh, in this tournament. And um, I also really fun way to uh, of using the fans' ability to chant again, where the fans uh, chanted high. The H I A G E chant and Minorita uh, chants uh, starting off during this match. It was uh, very funny to see uh, Genki be pissed that uh, Minorita got more chants than him. <laughs> uh, any thoughts on this match? Yeah, um, I think that Minorita very much over with the crowd. I think he was one of, I don't want to say the stars of the show, but to the fans, it showed you how. Uh, much into these guys they are, the, this unit. I think Gold Class has really shown that, hey, this is a team that's got a lot behind them right now, a lot of momentum. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Ginky, his chance. Uh, you know, as a match, this is much more on the lighthearted side, of course, and there's very much room for that in the world of Dragon Gate. And I, I think, and I, I personally, I don't know how you guys feel, I, I always like seeing Ho-Ho Moon wrestle, so I, I, I would give him my props, uh, you know, so overall. But yeah, I really, the big story was the gold class and the chance for Minorita would, would be the thing. But yeah, uh, good for what it was uh, overall. Good good mid-card comedy match, I would say. Lighthearted match. Yeah. Yeah, uh, finished was... with... Uh... Yeah? <laughs> I just want to say, like, obviously it's what great, great to see how the crowd... Uh, reacted to Ben K. Minorita. Yeah. 
This, it was so awesome. Um, this was, but this was also the match that I re- um, noticed that Rio Fuda wasn't on the show. Oh man, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> yes, and because uh, I think you and Amy mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, that uh, you just fantasized about a team with Karitura and Rio Fuda. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I would love that. Yeah, I mean Kagetora is kind of the invisible man in this uh, match. Like I, I, I ever since Hyan ended, like you forget about Kagetora. Like he's just a name on paper, <laughs> and I, and I feel really bad about that because he had such a hot return during that Seabrats uh, versus Hyan disbands match, uh, and for him to just fade in the background in these like multi-man matches are is kind of sad, and. Uh, I think him and Rio Fudo would would have been a good addition to the tag league, but I don't know what team I would have dropped for that. Uh, but yeah, finish of this match was uh, Ben K pinning uh, Genki after hitting the Masakari Jackhammer, um, and also after this match, Ben K <laughs> Ben K asked Ultimo Dragon to join Gold Class, uh, but um, Ultimo Dragon uh, turned him down and. Uh, Basically said that if he was gonna be in gold class, he would have to take his mask off uh, because you can't appeal to the ladies with a mask on, and uh, uh, he would he wasn't gonna do that. So, <laughs> and Benke acted really really sad. <laughs> and I, who can blame him? I mean, why yeah. why wouldn't you want Ultimo in your group? And you know. I've heard it up from very good sources that under that mask, he is a very handsome man. Yeah. Even Stephanie McMahon thinks so, allegedly. Well. <laughs> allegedly, yeah, yes. Yeah, in WWE. Uh, like I said, there's that story that she was very impressed by by his looks <laughs> uh, under the mask. So, listen, when you've got swag like Ultimo Dragon, you you, you have to keep that air of mystery that going, I think. So I really respect his, his dedication to the gimmick. And he also yeah. he needs that merch money as well, selling those masks as well. I don't think he wants to yeah. have oh, it yeah. up right now. <laughs> uh, so I think he's a business-minded guy, a super hot guy. You oh, know, everybody know loves him. Sure. Yeah, legend in the ring, very innovative guy. He was my favorite wrestler when I was like a toddler, like uh, going in there. <laughs> like I, I I loved his gear and stuff. Even in like the, when he was in that WWE game, I used to play his character all the time. SmackDown, here comes the pain. Uh, when I was a young kid. So uh, I, I, I got to represent for Ultimo Dragon right now. I respect his choice. I also respect Big K. I respect Gold Class. I like what they're doing. The fans love them. But we also have to give we have to give everybody their their understanding right now in this little squad yeah. that they have. So after this match, uh, Masaki Mochizuki and uh, Ryo Saito came out uh, again to announce uh, some talents for... Masaki Mochizuki's uh, produce show in Shinjuku Face on uh, the 4th of April, 2023. Uh, um, Biden, Zero, is, it's, is the name of it. Uh, he's bringing Biden back. I don't know why it's called Zero, because he has done a bunch of Bidens before, but uh, it's back. <laughs> and I've, I've... They've retconned all that other stuff. <laughs> I, I, I would guess so. But uh, yeah, this uh, this is going to be a produce show in Shinjuku Face that... Uh, will be hosted by Dragon Gate, but mostly be a produce show by Masaki Mochizuke. Uh, so the talents they announced uh, during this uh, Korkin uh, was Masara Tanaka of Zero One, uh, Takuya Sugawara of Zero One, 
Kushinobu, Kushinobu Kamen, you know, the clown guy or whatever. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, you, must, very... you must be um, cautious about doing with, with sentences with like this. <laughs> no, 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 with the clown guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to offend. I just, uh, that is what I remember him as. Uh, Hikaru Sato, uh, what, I think every one of us loves Hikaru Sato. Uh, Ryo Ka- Kawamura, uh, Takashi Sasaki, and Yun Kisai of Freedoms. So those were the talents they announced on this show. Uh, but again, this show is happening in uh, three months' time. So, no, two months. Uh, so they can announce more between now and then. Any thoughts on the on the names announced? Obviously, Sato is the man. I want him in every show that has to do with anything in yes. terms of pro wrestling, whether it's comedy wrestling, goofy wrestling, you know, uh, crazy perverted wrestling at the times that he's also been a part of, or like real shoot style type of deal. He can do everything. He he's the most yeah. multifaceted performer, I would say. Uh, and uh, we will show respect to comedic legend. He's he's a he's a legendary clown wrestler, not not just a clown guy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Common. Uh, so we we have to give him his props, his respect. Uh, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, but uh, you know, we uh, I used to love Oprah back in the day. Uh, like to be honest, I thought they had a really fun promotion. Uh, and, yeah. and everything, but um. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun show. Like all of these kind of interpromotional, like you know, festival, you know, show and so produce shows. That stuff is very fun always. You know, it's yeah. probably not going to be like the the show of the year or anything like that in terms of wrestling, but it, it's a fun. Like you know, like what's what's wrong with having fun in this wrestling game? You know, life's too short to go along and and reject fun in our lives. Yeah, I I I I am really looking forward to the show. I. <laughs> Uh, produce uh, shows are like one of my favorite things in wrestling, in Japanese wrestling. It's it's so fun to just see interpromotional matches on the, those shows. And um, yeah, uh, Hikaru Sato and uh, Ryu Kawamura uh, faced the Mochizukis on uh, a Hard Hit show on New Year's Eve. So they probably agreed after that match that uh, they were going to show up on Biden. <laughs> but uh, after they were done announcing that. Uh, the talents for that show. They, the young future uh, wrestler that debuted on um, the 11th of January show in a dark match, uh, Ta- Daiki Yana Yana I Yana Giguchi. <laughs> uh, I, so, yeah. I am botching that name, but uh, yeah, he he came out with a package, uh, and it was revealed that uh, he is a Tokyo native and a, a Cork and Hall part-time staff employee. Um, who wants to wants to become a of, official Dragon Gate wrestler, and uh, Rio Saito agreed and gave, said that he, his official gimmick was going to be an ex corkin part time staff employee, and he was going to make his in ring debut in the the same building on the Reyes de Perez uh, final night on March second. <laughs> Well, this is really cool. I'd like to meet, yeah. you know, uh, I think that's like so awesome. And I think that's the great thing about wrestling. I've always said this. Wrestling is a very unique sport or entertainment business or whatever, where it attracts a lot of times just 
such it casts such a wide net, you know, in terms yeah. of people that come to it for whatever reason. It's the home of a lot of outcasts, and you know, so, sometimes crazy people can come into wrestling. Sometimes you know, good, bad, or maybe you come from a different background. And now look at this, you know, this guy here, uh, Yanaguchi. He's a guy that worked in Corcoran Hall, so he's probably been around wrestling. Even maybe he was, you know, it's not like he was born into business or anything, but that shows you that he's passionate. He's been around it long enough. I think that's going to give him a little bit of a leg up. If he, he clearly loves it to want to try, that's the most important thing at all in wrestling is if you love wrestling, you know, regardless of whatever doubts you may have on yourself, as a, which is human nature, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of, you know, put doubts on yourself no matter what you're doing, not just in wrestling. But, you know, I, I root for this guy. I, I, root, I root for Yanaguchi. I think he's going to do some good things in the future. Yeah, I'm looking a lot forward to that debut, and I think this gimmick is uh, pretty funny uh, to debut with, but uh, it's going to be fun to see. Uh, and I, I think the big test will be how that gimmick will work outside of Corkin. Uh, yeah. Because, because he will, of course, be over in Corkin, but uh, like, if, how will like Hokkaido fans feel about like a, a guy that is a, a cosplaying as a Corkin staff member? <laughs> But yeah, uh, then the next uh, match, uh, Reyes de Perez, B-Block, uh, Dragon, the Dragons, Dragon Kid and Dragon Daya, Proto-J and uh, Trainer uh, versus Yamadoi. Yamato and Naruki Doi. The first Yamato, uh, Yamadoi uh, two-on-two tag match since 2016. And I thought, uh, Yannick, you said this perfect, perfectly in your uh, review on the Five Star Radar. That uh, this was uh, this match just felt like a return to the old form of Dragon Gate, uh, because the crowd was able to cheer and Yamato, Yamato and uh, Narukito felt like such a fresh feeling, but also kind of a tribute to the the old days of Dragon Gate. But it was a awesome for uh, like match i i thought this was exactly what i wanted from this tournament uh and it, any um, extended thoughts on this <laughs> like to hear what this, you have to say Yannick. Yeah. yeah um this is one of the, the greatest tech matches we got to see this year so far yeah like in wrestling period um yamadoi doyama however you want to call them yeah. Um are just so good at this. Um I mean, there's a reason they're that the most decorated tag team in Dragon Gate history. And when was their last match? Seven years ago together? Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Um like considering they may have uh, lost a step in between this seven years. This was still, like crazy good, and you can call it a return to form, but don't miss it. Like four of the uh, three of these four guys are on the wrong side of forty. Yeah, and they just went absolutely ham, and the crowd loved it every single bit. They they just ate it up what uh, what they got and this was also like the dragon gate style yeah this was such a dragon gate match like that if i was going to show like a dragon gate match to like sell people on the promotion and like 
this is how this is how the promotion works. I would show them this match if like from t- this year. Uh, it it really is just a Dragon Gate classic, to be honest. Like they and the crowd being able to cheer and and stuff again, and the the amount of like uh, the fans behind Daya during this match when he was matching up with Yamato. Who what if like last time the crowd the crowds were able to cheer Yamato was the biggest babyface on the comp in the company, and now they were chanting Daya over him, so that's like a big statement of how far the Dragon Gate uh, roster has come during these two uh, three years of pandemic. Uh, Dylan, your thoughts on said I think what you said was so so true when it came to this being a return to the you know return to the classic dragon gate style and i think yeah. seeing all these guys obviously what you said was so true yannick these two are these three over 40 and i think that dia he fit right in a team of the kid i think that they're, they're the team that was the most interesting to me in all honesty of all the teams was dia and kid and they worked together really well which you would expect when you see people at the talent level of these guys and doyama they are you know they they are to me the the house style representatives of that era of Dragon Gate yeah. from your late 2000s to your you know late 2010s pretty much these two guys were pretty much the faces of the company in that time and here they brought it back like you said haven't teamed since 2016 and they fit together perfectly once again doy he's a guy that's been completely on point in every different promotion that he had that he's been in so far and it shows that y- Yamato, when he had that American excursion, I've said before that I thought he really came back and really re- revitalized and doing some great work. I think Doi getting out and doing different things, working with different people, new faces, has really revitalized him as well. And we're getting the best of both worlds now in this team. So to me, I agree with what you guys said. This, to me, was the best match on the show yeah. and definitely uh, something everybody should check out. Yeah, and uh, the finish of this match was uh, Yamato hitting the Galleria on Daya for a second time after Daya had just kicked out in one of the best kickouts uh, like I can remember from this year uh, when uh, from a se- first Galleria. Uh, but uh, Yamato hit the Galleria a second time on Daya and Daya kicked out. And also, shout out to that awesome uh Powerbomb re- uh, reversal of the Frank uh, the Frankensteiner Steiner that was crazy. Uh, so, I, uh, so Dragon Kid was going for the for the Frankenstein the Super Frankenstein or whatever I don't remember the name uh, on uh, Naruki Doi, but Naruki Doi uh, caught him and powerbombed him into the ring, and I thought that 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 spot was awesome. Heck yeah. And yeah, I this this match is a must watch. Yeah, like there's no doubt about it. Uh, like it it was on the five star radar, a um, which is like a weekly thing that uh, we on the five star network do, where we recommend uh, each uh, like some matches of the week, and it 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 should not be skipped. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah. Uh, oh, I love that spot too, the Ultra Hurricane Rana into the Powerbomb. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you why, I'm about to give myself a plug right now. Uh, if you go on the Eastern Lariat uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Eastern Lariat, 
this had just happened after I saw perhaps the first instance of this same spot happening with Manami Toyota and Plum Mariko, where they did the exact same spot oh. where Mariko went for a Hurricane Rana from the top, but it got countered to a power bomb. It looked awesome then and great now. It's like this is a spot that's uh, not always done, not very rarely done, in fact. But when you see it done like that, and, and there's been great instances of that too. We've seen people counter maybe, you know, the Splash Mountain into a, a Hurricane Rana or something like that. But this was kind of the inverse of that to where it countered the Rana into a power bomb in midair. And to be able to, to time that and coordinate that so well was so cool seeing it. So I definitely agree with you. That was a spot I think that everyone will be talking about from this. Yeah. Uh, so with that, we move on to the main event on this uh, opening night. Uh, Reyes de Perez, A block match, uh, D courage or courage ass. Or ask yes. courage. <laughs> no, 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 you totally blundered this. And oh. I take all the glory for it. Courage ass. Yes. Uh, Yuki Oshoka and Midoki Kikura versus the handsome princess of Goltas, uh, Kota Minora and BB Hawk. Um, I thought uh, this match got overshadowed a lot <laughs> by the previous match, but I thought this match was still a very good main event. Uh, but I thought it was bold uh, of them to uh, tell BB Hawk that he was going to go 20 minutes uh, in a 20, 20 minute draw. But I thought he delivered uh, weirdly. Something that uh, Hawk, like Hawk is a mixed wrestler nowadays, uh, but I, th- I think he has been kind of uh, revitalized by this gold class turn. And uh, like he is hitting a lot for me this, uh, this year. But uh, I thought the, the finishing stretch of this match was so good. Um, the Lariat countered when the Hulk was going for the, uh, for the Flash on Kikura was fantastic. And it was such an awesome way to finish the match. Uh, but Kikura could sadly not get, to, uh, get over to pin him after that Lariat. And uh, the match got a 20-minute time limit draw. So both teams got one point in the tournament. Thoughts on this match? Yeah, I think that uh, I agree with what you said too. Hulk's another guy that feels like he's really been taking a, a step forward this year ever since the turn into gold class. I mean, his whole aesthetic is so good, so beautiful, honestly, with the robes yeah. and everything. It really fits him and, and what he's got going on. Um, Yoshioka, he's a guy that's going to be very interesting to see what he does. Uh, you know, now, coming off of that big title reign, he lost at the start of the year. Now he's uh, back in this tag role, this time with Kakuda, which I, I would say on paper is a little bit of a weaker team than the original uh, De Courage uh, formation with the Oshioka and Daya. Yeah. And here we see we see this go to a draw, but I think it's interesting. You know, this is something they can kind of play around with as well. I think seeing Yoshioka and Minora paired off, they feel like they could be natural opponents at any time and I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more yeah. of that in, in this year in the future and i think we, we they set things up really well with this draw i would say it was the right move like you said the semi main event was the better match and maybe overshadowed this a little bit yeah. but for you know like you said for a hulk right now i think he's really doing some uh, some pretty inspired work and we've seen it in the past with his tag teams where you might not think of him as a top tier guy but like bb hulk and kai that was a great team, it turned out. You know, even though when it first started, I was like, huh? But then they did a great job with it. I think here they could do more things with Hulk and Minora, and we'll see where it goes. But yeah, aesthetic-wise, this match ranks very highly. Uh, match-wise, I would say the semi-made was, was the better one. 
Yeah, I, I, but I think this was the second best match on the show after the same, uh, the same main event. Uh, Yannick, yeah, what did you I think? Like about the, this I like the Mochizuki match better than this one. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that Goku's team had really good chemistry, like yeah. off the off the uh, right off the bat. But yeah, it kind of felt like the twenty minutes it was. Yeah, but I this mean, this was a good. This was a good match. They, um, they... I would would have hoped for more in the main event. Yeah, I I I think they should have switched uh, the main event and uh, yeah. the semi-main event. But uh, I I really noticed how many callouts uh, Kikura and Yoshioka got during this match, and like you, like 2022 was the year of decourage, and you see yeah. now that it paid off because they are they are three of the hottest guys in, on the roster. Like they are so over, um, and uh, I think. Yoshioka uh, and Kigura both are going to be so some uh, they will be someone to watch out for this year because I don't know what uh, I think I would not rule out Yoshioka going uh, over to the states uh, during WrestleMania weekend or uh, later on this year because he never got that uh, that uh, excursion that he wanted so I could not. I I will not rule out Yoshioka maybe uh, going over to the states uh, this year. But um, yeah, that was the first first night of Reyes de Pereas. I think this night one was one of the best uh, overall shows, top to bottom, the whole year, in my opinion. Uh, a lot of like all of the tag team tagging matches were like matches you have to watch, in my opinion, and. Um, I I just thought it was a awesome opening night and uh, a great night of wrestling. This... I think the, the the fan base reaction was the big start, talking point. We've seen that with multiple companies, not just Dragon Gate in Japan. And I think it's something that we have to look at in the future as well. How long will this wave of excitement continue on? But I think for a first night show, I agree with what you said. Very cool show. Lots of fun. Semi-main event was a great match. And you got a great rookie match, too, with Kato. Showed a glimpse of the future, some good comedic stuff. It had a little bit of everything, and that's what you want with a show like this. Which is, uh, You know, you kind of always hear that question. If you're a new fan, when to jump in? I think this was a very good first show if you're like a new oh, Dragon yeah. Gate fan to show this. I think like because you get a little bit of everything with the company here and I think it was a really strong showing for a first night of the tournament. Absolutely. And the crowd made it so much better. Yeah. I I know I know that uh, Dylan you have said before that the crowd doesn't make that much of a difference for you uh, and the, if they are able to cheer and stuff but I I definitely think that uh, the, the crowd being able to cheer uh, for this whole and being hot, this whole Cork and Hall show was uh, a, a definitely a, something that made the show even more special for me. And I've always said I'm in the minority with that anyway. Yeah. I care about the wrestling most of all, and I don't think most fans are like that. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 you know, I, I've always said I was in the minority, but yeah, I, I mainly like wrestling. Yeah, that 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 atmosphere adds a lot to it to it for me. But uh, yeah, I thought. Uh, this was a great opener of the tournament, and we are like ready to move on with the tournament because they are. There has been two other shows that uh, were house shows, though. Uh, but uh, they had four uh, Reyes de Perez matches on these two next shows, 
that happened during this weekend. Uh, these were uploaded to YouTube, to the YouTube uh, upload. Uh, they they have a, like I I will all uh, Dragon Gate uh, uh, Dragon Gate's house shows have all their uh, they always pick out two or three matches from from the house shows that they upload on the YouTube in full, so you can easily find them and they are free. Uh, and they are the only ways you can watch the YouTube, uh, the, the house shows. But, yeah, uh, I just want to praise Strangate. Like the their network is dog shit. Thanks to Grower yeah. to the DVD uh, TV deal they have that uh, shows disappear after a week that, after they got uploaded. Yeah. Um, but with the house shows and the the content you get for free, like the first match of every dream show, and yeah. uh, like one or two matches from all the house shows, this is just great fan service. And I think they're ahead of the curve still there. Yeah, they just need a better streaming service. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, fir- the first matches uh, that got uploaded was from the fourth uh, Reyes de Pereira's uh, night two in um, on the f- uh, yeah I I am blanking on the spot it was in but uh, I will find that during while I <laughs> but yeah the op- uh, the first match that got uploaded was Reyes de Pereira's A block match uh, M3K Masaka Mochizuki and Mosuzuki Junior versus Kung Fu Masters. Jason Lee and Jackie Funk Kame. Uh, this was a 20-minute draw again, uh, but this was exactly what it looked like on paper. Um, like Mochi uh, Mo- uh, Mochi Jr. showed awesome chemistry with the Kung Fu Masters, and the future. Like at at, at the end of this match, I I just said the future in Dragon Gate is so bright, <laughs> like. It's crazy, right? Like uh, they, they have like how can uh, like every one of their young stars have so such good chemistry with each other? It's very very rare in professional wrestling. But uh, what did you get? You guys think about this match? Yannick, why don't you take this one? Um, it's hard because I kind of don't remember much of this match. Um, yeah. It's it's been a while, but um, I've noted uh, that it didn't stick out to me that much, all in all. And it's maybe be- uh, because uh, I came off of that great um, Corokin show. Yeah. So this was an obvious step back. I'm kind of irritated by the result, to be honest. That it was a um, tournament. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I thought that they would have uh, Kame and Jason uh, yeah. kind of higher. And uh, in my head, uh, the Mochizuki Jr. is a loser gimmick still is going strong. Yeah. But it doesn't seem so. No, uh, I thought this was... I I hope, I hope uh, this... I hope they don't continue to have like a time limit draw on like <laughs> uh, uh, they didn't have it on this ne- next show, but I hope they don't have it on like the next Kyoto show or like they, yeah. Uh, well, you have to think about this is uh, this is a house show that they yeah. fill. Yeah, 
Uh, but the, I, the, the place I was blanking on where it was was uh, Shinsuka. Uh, which is why I blanked on it, because it's not easy to remember. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was uh, a... Uh, I, I really like this match. Uh, what did you think about this, Dylan? Yeah, or Shizuoka as well. Uh, oh, okay. Was that? But um, I like this match, honestly. I, I I thought it was well done. I thought everybody had great chemistry with each other. Yeah. And Mochizuki Jr. as a loser, I mean, they just won the, the, the last yeah. match at the end of the day. And, and now we're doing this time limit draw. I don't know what their plan is for this team. Uh, maybe they, maybe this is going to be a bigger deal in the future, or not even in the future, just in this tournament. Maybe they're going to play more of a role than maybe was anticipated. And to be honest, if that comes to pass and we see the Mochizukis, you know, make the finals or, or something like that, that wouldn't be the worst idea to me. Considering, oh, like, I, uh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that would be a great character development for uh, Junior to, if the only, if they make it to the final, uh, if they are winning the tournament, which I don't think they are, but if they are, and Mochizuki Junior doesn't ma- manage to score a pin for the whole tournament until the final, where he wins the match for the for him and his father. I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, I think that would that, awesome, would, that would be an awesome story to tell. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think the Mochizukis are right now showing so such a good chemistry that I want to have them like be a permanent tag team. <laughs> Of course, they won't be. They, like, this is clearly leading to a split down the line. Yeah, and I think, if anything, yeah. you could see something where maybe Mochizuki costs them, like, or, like, Mochizuki loses, uh, you know, the finals or something like that. Yeah. And that sends Mochizuki Jr. over the edge to, to challenge him or, or something like that, uh, yeah. you can see. Uh, I mean, I want the Kung Fu Masters to win all their matches, I would yeah. say. <laughs> if, if, just, just as a fan, I'm a huge fan of their work, and especially Jason, I think, is is the, my favorite guy in the whole company. But for a draw, we, we have to see where they're going to go. Like, this is one of those that we can look back on and say, did this lead? Did this make sense by the end of it, or was it just, just uh, you know, to piddle-paddle on this hash show with the time limit draw? And yeah. if that's the case, I can understand being a little, like, thinking this is kind of lame. But I'm willing yeah. to give them the benefit of the doubt a little bit going forward on this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I thought the finishing stretch in this match was so awesome because, like, it was teasing that Junior was going to tap out to the Kimura lock. That because he, I think Jason had him like for the last minute had him in the Kimura lock, and they were just brawling around him like uh, Jackie and uh, Masaki. And I think uh, Junior and uh, Junior and Jason uh, like they really stole that Junior could tap out any time, but then the time limit went out. Yeah, you know, I think I'm gonna rewatch that in the coming days. You should. We have twenty minutes. You know. Yeah, it it is a it is a great like free match to watch if you have twenty minutes. Uh, this next match uh, that also got uploaded was uh, Res the Perez B block match Gold Class or Ben uh, or as it's become known now Ben Rita Ben K and Minerita uh, versus the Dragons Dragon Die and Dragon Kid. Uh, <laughs> this match. Was pretty standard, not nothing, nothing special in my opinion. It was uh, the highlight of this match was Minerita trying to uh, get Dragon Kid to chase him and ran backstage where he bumped into Ishin who beat it, beat him down. <laughs> uh, I thought that was really funny. 
uh, that Ishin just w was just walking around gorilla position, and then Minorita uh, ran into him. It felt like a WWE 2K scene or something, like when you go backstage. Uh, <laughs> I I thought that that was the highlight of the match. Uh, but after after uh, like Dragon Kid got, uh, went and got him back, they. Had a normal match going after it, and Daya won in the end by hitting the DD, DD, DDT, the diving DDT on Minorita. To hopefully set up a future Bravegate title match. Which is what I called for uh, before the tournament, that I thought that they were going to set up that... Uh, as I think they should, because Daya deserves a, a title shot. It should be somebody... Again, I, I predicted this at the start of the year. I really think Daya is going to be a guy that's going to be a big-time focus of DG in 2023, and hopefully that set it up. Unfortunately, I also agree with you that the match... The match, to me, was not as good as the other one, in my, in oh. my opinion. Uh, I, I think that, you know, Kid and Daya, they're still a new team. I think they, I still like their chemistry together. I don't think there was anything wrong with it. It was a house show main event. I think yeah. we also have to keep that in mind as well. You know, Shizuoka, like you said, it's not the biggest city or anything like that. But, you know, uh, it was all right. And hopefully it sets up better things in the future would be about how I would say it. And I, I don't have a, a big standout performer in this match. I think Dye and Kid are all mm -hmm. right as a team right now. But I want to see that big performance that shows that they've really, you know, they, they've snapped together. They've connected finally. Yeah. Yannick, what did you think about this match? Yeah, you know, match was fine. Uh, what uh, it's remarkable, uh, what a chemistry. Um, ben K and Minorita just got yeah. in this short amount of time. Comedic um, geniuses. <laughs> it's really funny too. Totally. And um, I today I listened to parts of the the newest Lariat, then, um, oh, and you. and you you were. Saying that you were surprised that they didn't put uh, Minura Minorita. Yeah. But to me, and I think Striker said the same, um, this is a much better fit, like in both teams. It's a, it, yeah, I, I could see that also. Yeah, I just think that it's such a natural pairing, Minora and Minorita. But as it's worked out, I mean, yeah, like like so far, it's it's definitely not been any kind of like, oh, they made a big mistake. You know, it's like, yeah, they were they actually work really well together too overall. But I still stand by what I said on the other show that until he changes his name to uh, Ben Casito, then we will not accept this team as as the true natural pairing. He should just be called Benito. That's not how this works. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, then, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the, the highlight of that show was, of course, Kung Fu Masters versus M M Three K, and I think uh, that was a uh, great taste of how the Kung Fu Masters will be during the tournament. Uh, I hope they. I hope that would. I hope that is the last time limit draw. However, because I. Like, don't pad out the tournaments uh, with time limit rolls. Yeah, we like that. Wait a second, Sandra. <laughs> I, I got a message right now, and I and he, I, they just called you out bag. This says, we need more time limit draws in DG. I got a message saying this, okay? Uh, signed, R. Ogawa. 
right now. So oh, okay. So okay. We need a lot more dragon gates, especially in tournaments. He's, this person says it's very, very important to have as many draws as possible at all of our tournaments. So. Interesting that uh, Asumi has gotten her, her, her boss to watch her favorite company. That's, That's interesting. Azumi <laughs> uh, will not let me down in any circumstance yeah. uh, as well. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just telling you, we don't know who this was. We It's a mystery person. Yeah. Uh, there. There's no mystery. <laughs> yeah, very mysterious messenger I got here. I'm not going to reveal who this was, but I'm just I'm just telling you what was told to me. Sandra. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for not uh, exposing your sources. Um... I have sources everywhere. They're never <laughs> wrong. The, the next YouTube upload was on the 5th, uh, Reyes de Bereas Night 3. Uh, the two the two matches uploaded was uh, or I think it was this multiman match also uploaded but I didn't watch that uh, I, I and I don't remember who who it was but uh, this was from Gifu uh, the big capital of wrestling that everyone should wrestle in Gifu um, something that should be said about this show is that Yamato and Mochisuke Jr had a four minute match where Yamato Yamato's nose got broken during, and we will never see that match. <laughs> and I think that is a shame because I would have loved to see how Yam how Mochisuke Jr. Uh, cracked open Yamato's nose. At least we got to see him bragging about it on Twitter afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> at least we got that. But um, yeah. Uh, the, first, uh, the matches that got uploaded was the two Reyes de Perez matches that happened on this show was uh, Gold Class, Koto Minora and BB Hulk uh, versus Kaito Nagano and Yoshiki Kato. Uh, I thought this was a fun match. Uh, nothing special. Again, uh, uh, Kota Minora was bully bullying the rookies and that was really funny to see. And I thought uh, Yoshiki Kato showed that he he could match up with Kota Minora in the like big guys uh, fighting off uh and yeah what did you guys think about this match um what do you think yannick i think Hulk had an off day yeah and yeah. um i'm already kind of tired of kaito Nogano's gimmick not gonna lie no. the the theme is uh, atrocious and his dribbling, nonsensical dribbling, dancing stuff uh, that he does once every match two minutes in is so... Yeah, it's just something. But, you know, um, Minoru and y uh, Yoshiki Kato were great. Yeah. All I can say about this is I'm heartbroken at this because I love Nagano, man. He's such a talented guy. I love watching him, him wrestle. Yeah, I like him. Uh, I like him too when he's wrestling. Yeah, so, well, okay, maybe this isn't a main event gimmick right now we're talking about <laughs> by Body Stretch. Maybe the theme music could use some work. Sandra, what do you think of Nagano's theme music? I like it. I I think that I think the crowd would get really behind it. Oh, like you can already hear the crowd uh, clapping in like rhythm with the theme. It's budget semi zane. Oh. Well, I, I, is... Sami Zayn has never come out with Olay music. I don't know what? who the fuck who are you talking about? Did it's El Generico that came out with Olay music? But he did NXT, I think. 
No, I don't think so. Listen, if you I'll find out. To, I'll find out. If you want me to play along with fake gimmicks, you pay me. I don't respect kayfabe unless I'm getting paid to do it by by a company. Okay, first of all. Uh, secondly, uh, this isn't a song I would listen to on my Spotify or anything. It won't be on my year-end list. But yeah. for, for an entrance theme song, I think it could totally work for, for the reasons you said. And I and I think this, for like an opening match guy type of deal, it's at least something. You know, it's, it's something kind of goofy that I, I can get behind. And Hulk, yeah, he wasn't wrestling that great in the show. But damn, look at that hair he had, though. It was so nice, I thought. You know, we got to really get our priorities straight, I think. Look, this is a Gifu show. This is a house show. You're not coming here for great wrestling. You want good hair and maybe some, you know, football tricks here and there. And I think we accomplished both of those things. Kato, like you said, uh, matched up well, even being a rookie. So, you know, I I, I really, I secretly agree with you. But, uh, you know, I I will (laughs) say that we have to appreciate BB Hulk's hair is all I'm saying. Uh, I'm trying Wait, to remember. I'm totally, the... totally wrong about the NXT theme. Yeah, it I, was said, old... I said so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How can I forget this awesome NXT theme? <laughs> that was great, honestly. But I, I tried to remember the finish of this match, and I, I remember, remember now that it was Kota Minora pinning Kaito Nagano with an Engranaya or whatever. I can't pronounce it right. But. Uh, the final match uh, we have to review about from the Reyes de Pereas is was on the same show uh, in Gifu. Uh, ben Rita, Ben K and Minorita versus the hometown boy of Shun Skywalker, the Open Dreamgate champion, and Kai. Uh, I thought, uh, oh, I, I forgot to mention, but this Gifu is also the hometown of Yoshiki, Yoshiki Kato. Uh, so both the hometown boys were uh, home in. Uh, their hometown, uh, of course. Uh, sadly for Yoshiki Kato, he was he couldn't pick up the win in his hometown. But uh, Shun Skywalker, the Open the Dreamgate champion, did when he hit an SSW on Minorita uh, to finish this match. I thought this match was the worst match of the tournament so far. <laughs> I had, I thought this was just a, a very long and very just nothing match for me um but yeah what did you guys think about this you know sandre i'm not gonna say that you're wrong yeah but i will say you know i thought ben k came out he was in excellent shape uh he looked he looked really nice you know i thought he looked like a main event player man minarita's right. a lot of fun the wrestling quality might not have been there, and I think that uh, you know I have a feeling this show probably wasn't the show to go to for that up and down. No, <laughs> like like oh, you said, well, we never know. Yamato and uh, and Junior could have uh, been like a five star match, but we will never see it. Well, even then, it's like okay, a match where somebody got his nose messed up in four minutes, you know, and like so. I'm I'm guessing that probably wasn't a match of the year level match. It could have been a lot of fun. Maybe, maybe you just yeah. have a lot of violent tendencies for Yamato, like that, that yeah. we didn't know about as well. You know, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to encourage this, but uh, I will say, you know, it, it wasn't a great match, just say the yeah. least at all. Don't, 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 don't mess with this show. Would be my advice. So yeah, unless, I, unless you want to see BB Hulk's nice hair, that's a, that's a, that was the yeah. highlight of the show for me. 
yeah. both these matches on the fifth were the two weakest matches of a otherwise great tournament so far. Yeah, on paper, I l- I really like the team of uh, Shun and Kai. Yeah, but um, this wasn't their greatest heel work they've done, and so it was just slow and long. Yes, very slow and long. But uh, that wrapped up the matches that are out now for Reyes de Perez. Uh, the standings at it, as it stands now after the three shows are Kota Minora and BB Hulk leading A Block with three points. Or, no, wait, tied with the Motisukis at three points. And then on the shared uh, third place, uh, Yoshioka and Madoka Kikura and uh, Jason Lee and Jackie Funky Kame with one point, uh, and Hyo and Asian zero points, and the rookies with zero points. Uh, the B block standings are a <laughs> four, four uh, shared uh, first spot where both Yamadoi, Susumu, uh, and Kanda. Shun and Kai and Dragon Kid and Dragon Daya are all at two points, but the strong machines are on zero points. And have no no wins, sadly. But yeah, that that was the matches that are out now uh, from the Reyes de Perez. There are, this weekend, there are two shows coming up. One of them will be live in full on on the Dragon Gate Network. Um, on the 11th, uh, on Saturday, in the Kyoto KBS Hall, uh, Dragon Gate Network. Uh, I'll just run through the card uh, before, and then we can talk about it. But uh, first match, eight-man tag, ma- uh, tag match, uh, Gold Class, all of Gold Class, Kota Minora, BB Hulk, Ben K, and Minorita versus Seabrats, uh, Diamante, Hyo, and Ishin. Uh, second match, singles match, Riofura is back, uh, and he's facing Kai, so that's a loss, but he's back. <laughs> uh, third match, six-man tag match, D-Courage, uh, Yuki Yoshioka, Dragon Daya, and Madoka Kikura versus Genki Horiguchi, Eita, and Takashi Yoshida. Fourth match, Reyes de Perez, A-Block match, uh, Kung Fu Masters, uh, Jason Lee and Jackie Funky Kame versus Kaito Nagano and Yoshiki Kato. Let's go. The fifth match, the sour one guy, Dragon Gate final special six man tag match. <laughs> we'll see about that, but it, it they it they have said that this is the sour one guy's final Dragon Gate match. Uh, Ultimate Dragon, Dragon Kid, and the sour one guy versus M3K, Susumi Mochizuki, um, Susumi Mochizuki, Yasuki Kanda, and Mochizuki Jr. And in the main event, Reyes de Perea's B-Block match, uh, Yamadoi, Yamato and Rikidoi versus the Strong Machines. Strong Machine J and Strong Machine F. Will this be when the Strong, Machi- the Strong Machines pick up their first win in the tournament? We don't know. But yeah, thoughts about this uh, Kyoto KBS Hall uh, show that will be on the Dragon Gate network. All I've said has always been, I don't care about points, I care about if Strong Machine F break dances. And until we see that, that that's the big moment. If we can get that, that's that's more worth more than ten wins for that. Im, ima- imagine Strong Machine F breakdancing to with the beautiful KBS Hall backdrop in the background. 
Oh. I mean, where where <laughs> else would you rather want to do it? This is the perfect opportunity. I like they perfect did the high stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and also the perfect stage for the Kung Fu Masters to get their points there, and that could be a really good match. But I'm very happy to see them get a win here and get on the board. Maybe okay. snow, you know, take this snowball. Oh yeah, I mean, maybe another. You know, thanks to my mystery source, maybe wants to have another draw in that match. But yeah, I do, I, I do highly anticipate them winning. Take yeah. that snow snowball. It's winter time right now. Go up there, roll it down the mountain, and into an avalanche of positivity, an avalanche of success, and an avalanche of tournament wins. In, yeah. And hopefully, in my in, in my dream future for my favorite team, the Kung Fu Masters. Yeah, the card is appropriate for KBS Hall. Yeah, um, but I really look forward to both those tournament matches. Yeah, uh, no hype for the Sour Wrong Guys final six man in Dragon Gate. No I'm, hype. I'm hype for it, but not for the match. <laughs> yeah, rest in piss. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I think this show will be fun, uh, and it streams live on the Dragon Gate Network, and that's Can't all. Just retire Kendo Cushion with him. Oh, he has nothing to do with this. Uh, let's not bring Kendo Cushion on this podcast. Come on. <laughs> 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 but uh, the 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 youth, uh, the day after they will have a house show, and uh, I expect the Reyes the matches from that house show to be uploaded on their YouTube. Uh, from the twelfth in Okayama Hotel, sit, sent in, yeah, at a hotel in in Okayama, they are uh, uh, having this house show. Sachi Hoko Boys homecoming homecoming show, by the way. So his match will probably be also on the YouTube upload. But I, I, yeah. Like Sorry, when when <laughs> when is Sachi Hoko Boy getting his roses in this company? Uh, I mean. The ship has kind of sailed, hasn't it? Yeah. How old is such a boy? You may be right about this. I I mean, do you really want to see like this uh uh forty something uh, guy uh, get uh in his get... hometown? Is all I want. <laughs> I just want some love for the hometown hero right now. Yeah, I mean, he will probably. I I don't rem- I don't remember what match he's in on in his hometown, but uh, I'm sure, it's very important this match. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, the the important matches on this show is the Reyes Perez matches, uh, which is A Block, uh, Kartanagino and Yoshiki Kato versus Seabrats, uh, Yo and Ishin, and a B Block match of uh, uh, Dragon Daya and Dragon Kid versus MK, Susumu Mochizuki and Yasuchi Kanda. So yeah, I am. I am trying to get better at this Excalibur running down every every like match on the show going forward. But uh, it it does like I get uh, very clammy when I run through all these names. <laughs> I'm calling the I'm calling the MK versus Dragons match to be a banger. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. I I definitely agree with that call. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that that will be a great match. Uh, overall, at the hotel sent in Kurashiki. There, how about yeah. that pronunciation? There, good pronunciation. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, we will uh, review those matches next week. Uh, but first, before we leave this show, we have some other stuff to talk about that is kind of news newsworthy. 
And um, that is, uh, this. I saved this for after we, we were done with Reyes de Perea's uh, talk, because this is kind of big news, if, if it becomes true. Uh, but according to Lucha Blog, it looks like Takuma Fujiwara and Espy Kento are now finished in Mexico. Uh, because uh, Kuakai and uh, who is Michinoku Pro's uh, like guy on excursion right now, and uh, Nishikawa replaced uh, Takuma and Kento in uh, a AAA show, and uh, they have also been pulled off all their other Mexico dates that they were set up to have. So, it looks like Takuma Fujiwara and SP Kento are on their way back home, and I am really ready for that uh, I, is yeah. it is it clear that they just maybe they just figured out to, to get a visa for Fujiwara May, maybe but like a US visa may, maybe but it's still kind of news for it because suddenly yeah, they yeah, can show of course, up of course. but yeah. I was I was thinking because uh, when they get back um, Drangate is getting crowded and I yeah. think there there's room for one or two new factions. Yeah. Um, especially, I think we all agree that the the days or of natural vibes are numbered. Yeah. Um, Shun definitely has his eyes on on Casey, and I kind of hope uh, that we get uh, a unit dispense match in the cage. Yeah, that that is the predicted. Uh... Uh, that or a live main event for me. I mean, that would be so awesome. But like afterwards, there is a uh, an ATA that doesn't really have something to do that could use a, a new who, unit. Uh, the last time we saw Takumi Fujiwara back in the Dragon Gate, who was he with? And who did he like with talk Aita, to after a match? And I, I also can think that um, SP Kendall would break off of Seabreds uh, and form his own thing. Yeah. So I, mean, I think when when those two guys step back into Dragon Gate Ring, it will be interesting. Yeah. And SP Kento and Takumi Fujiwara has been like a team that uh, they won titles in Mexico. Uh, they are like being presented as as an established team in uh, Mexico, so I think it's uh, really interesting that they have been pulled off the shows. Um, like I would keep an eye out on that Cork and Hall, uh, f- the final of the Reyes de Pereas. Uh, that I could I could definitely see Takuma and Kento returning, and maybe 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 just instantly join up with Eta uh, or something. Yeah, honestly, I've I've been wondering when SBK was going to come back for a while now. It felt like he, his return was imminent for the last couple of months, and maybe this is a good sign of that. Fujiwara, obviously, a little bit you know younger in his career, yeah, but a ton of potential. Obviously, everyone loved his first run before his excursion. Um, shout out to Cubs fan, first of all. That yeah. guy is an amazing mind. Uh, people, I don't know how many people know this or not, but. He loves Lucha Libre. Everybody knows that. He's been the top coverer of that for 25 yeah. years at this point. But he's just a fantastic mind if you ever talk to him about wrestling anywhere. Uh, America, like, he'll watch everything, even, like, WWE shows and stuff. Uh, like, he knows all kinds of wrestling. Cubs fan's a yeah. great dude. 
a big fan. And I also am a fan of the Cubs as well, so I will always have love. <laughs> but uh, SBK, I, again, I've said this before. It's another one. I really think he's another guy, much like Dia, that I think is going to be a big, big project for Dragon Gate when he gets back. Uh, and I think he's going to be in something major when he comes back. He's not just going to come back and just shuffle in and, and not do a lot. Yeah. I think he's going to be a major player going forward. And so it's going to be interesting to see if this comes to pass overall. Yeah. And uh, uh, speaking of like people that are overseas uh, in Dragon Gate, Casey and Big Boss Shimizu debuted for Garden State Wrestling last week. Uh, I've watched both those matches, and uh, I would say everyone should watch uh, Casey versus Anthony Henry. And I thought that was a great US debut for, debut for Casey. And uh, Big Boss and uh, uh, Robert Martyr was fine, but nothing must watch. And the day also the day after on the f- no, the on Sunday on the fifth uh, they uh, retained the open the twin gate titles in MLW versus uh, some guys that I have forgotten the name of. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, some winners. <laughs> that was the uh, Dragon Gate talk uh, this week. But uh, before we leave, I should. Uh, like I will, I want to update everyone on some DDT. Uh, so DDT on the fifth had their DDT into the fight uh, tour in Osaka, uh, Osaka Asella Taisho Hall, a Supernova Vacancy show. But um, this show was taped and aired yesterday on Wrestle Universe. So I, uh, Yannick said before the show that he had, he has not had the chance to watch this show. I I am neither ha- I am finished the show, but I watched the Generation Cup matches that I want to yeah. just shout out. Uh, so the opener was the uh, in the Generation Cup A block, uh, Yuya Kuroku and versus Kasuma Sumi. Uh, this was a fine match. Uh, Yuya uh, Kuroku got his first win, I think, ever in the singles match. Uh, yeah, but... he tweeted like that, something like that. That's awesome, but. Uh, he won with the Triangle Lancer. The winning percentage remains at 100%, Dylan. <laughs> ah, that's right. Uh, Konami must have, uh, you know, she, I like to think that she's got Triangle Lancer senses, uh, just like Spidey yeah. sense, and like whenever somebody uses it, it's like her eyes were popped open. She was taking a nap, and she was like, wait a minute. Somebody, somebody won with my move. It's still 100%. Yes. And uh, it d- totally did come into play here. 100% uh, winning percentage for a Triangle Lancer. Yeah. So with that, uh, Yuya Kuriku picked up his first uh, two points in the A block. And uh, Kasuma Sumi, who has now had two matches in the tournament, or two matches of the four matches he will have, and but he has not won. So he is on the search for a win in this tournament. But... Uh, well, it remains to be seen if he wins anything. But but I thought this match was a very technical, fun match that I think people should definitely watch. Uh, especially if you're, you are a fan of uh, Yuya Kuroko. Which uh, I am. I, I actually yeah. really like this match. Uh, actually, like... And I like Sumi as well. I think he's another guy that... I mean, there's an embarrassment of, of riches when it comes to the young rookie wrestlers right now, yeah. in particular in DDT, but... Uh, they both did a really good job, I, I thought. And Koroku, he's definitely like a very polished wrestler, uh, you know, for his level right now. Somebody that's very good and somebody I always enjoy watching. So I actually like this match. This might have been my favorite of the three on the show, actually. Oh, really? I I have I've 
and favor to another one later on. But uh, yeah, uh, the next one was the Degeneration Cup again, A block match, uh, Hideki Okutani versus Illusion. Uh, again, a solid match, uh, nothing to write home about, but uh, Hideki kept uh, his winning streak in this tournament going when he won with a double arm suplex. I'm looking forward to him bullying Illusion. He bullied him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just such a, a, a basic match uh, overall. Yeah. Um, you know, like, like I said, it, uh, and, I, and I've liked Illusion well enough, you know, so far, but it definitely, uh, I thought the first one was better, personally. And yeah. you know, Okatani, continue, like you said, continues the winning streak. He was my pick uh, to win the tournament, and uh, so far, so good <laughs> right now. Yeah. So, uh, the next uh, G Generation Cup match, uh, the last one on this show, was Toy Kojima versus Yuki Ishida. This one I really enjoyed. A, a very hard hitting match uh, that was at the same time really high speed. Uh, but I thought b- both both wrestlers showed that they have like great chemistry. And uh, but in the end, Toy Kojima picked up his first two uh, points of the tournament when he uh, won with the Kojima in Wonderland. Uh, move. <laughs> Yeah, um, and... I had an inkling that this would slap, actually. Yeah. Uh, they, they were really good together. Yeah, and I thought that uh, this was a good match as well. Uh, you know, I think both these guys, everything you said was true. I did think the finish was... Uh, the finish stretch was not uh, perfect, uh, to, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, a, a solid match uh, overall. And it got the most time of the three as well. So, yeah, uh, definitely a worthwhile match, uh, you know. Like I would say, like I said, the the they're all. I mean, they're so short that why not watch them? I would say there's nothing yeah. really wrong with any of them. Uh, you know, I, I would say, like I said, the first match was my favorite stylistically, but this was definitely a good match as well. And you got some good fire from Ishida, especially I thought uh, as yeah. well. Like I said, the finishing stretch wasn't super clean, but uh, otherwise a good match. And uh, like I said, an embarrassment of riches of the rookie talent in DDT. And. I have only had time to watch these uh, Degeneration Cup matches. Uh, have you watched any of the other matches from this turn- uh, this uh, show? No, I, I really wanted to watch the main event because uh, Masato was in yeah. there, and I probably will get to it, but I, I haven't watched it on the show. I only watched the tournament matches. Yeah. So, it, it uh, according to Dramatic DDT, the, the source you have to go to for everything DDT, uh, the, like, nothing much happened on this show. This was a very house show, but... Uh, Definitely check out the D-Generation Cup matches. Uh, also in DDT news, uh, they have announced two matches for their Los Angeles show on the, the 30th of uh, March during WrestleMania weekend. Uh, the, fir- the first one, uh, Mao and uh, Shunma Katsumata, uh, sh- the, the KOD open with uh, the KOD tag champs uh, versus Chris Brooks and Yoshihiko. <laughs> this is a perfect uh, US in this match <laughs> for DDT. And uh, the next match hey, wait, we announced... Well, here's my question on that, though. Do you think Yoshihiko has a passport? Oh, that's a big question. They may be so flexible that they fit into, into a yeah. bag so they don't I, need I, it. I, I, would, I would imagine that Chris Brooks has a bi- pretty big suitcase. Uh, so... Okay. Probably f- fits in there. Okay, I accept this explanation. <laughs> yes. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that should be fun. I I, feel, I can see the American crowd loving that match. Um, uh, Shinma, Shinma Katamata and Mao were both over in Prestige. Um, that they got a lot of love. Uh, so they should like I I definitely think that the US uh, crowd will eat this match up in the Ukrainian cultural center center uh, during WrestleMania weekend. Uh, the next match that got announced was Konosuke Takeshita versus Yuki Ueno. Uh, whoa, <laughs> that that is a big match to have like in uh, in LA, but I think a perfect match uh, to showcase DDT. Interesting that they are going to go with Ueno here. Obviously, the match is going to be a banger. You know. Yeah. I, oh yeah. I think. I think. And we even it's... talked about it. By the way, this is also Yuki Ueno's first uh, US match, I think. So. Yeah, we even talked about it. Uh, I think it was us, but a lot of people were kind of down on their 10-minute match they had. Yeah. But I, re- I still oh, like that. Oh, we were. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, like we, yeah, we all really liked that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and I think that this is another one where I want to see what they can do going all out. The only thing is that, you know, I think it's interesting to put Ueno, and I'll say this is the reason why, because I would have thought that maybe he would have been wanting to go out there and have a huge win and, like, really sh- sh- have a match he could shine in. And here I have a great match, but obviously Takeshita will win here. And yeah. I think that's going to be the like, I, one thing on the match. I think it's actually surprising that they have Takeshita versus a DDT wrestler on this show. I was expecting him to have, like, be versus some someone from... AEW or someone that DDT wants to bring over uh, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think if you're having to catch on the show, he's going to face a DDT guy. I just thought it yeah. was someone that, that would have been better to lose for <laughs> say than you Ueno. Not that the match, I mean, this is probably one of the best matches you can put together, uh, but you know, Ueno's going to lose it. So uh, hopefully, yeah. I mean, they'll it's still just wrestle. Zero people. chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah is going to win for sure. Yeah. But yeah, uh, those are the matches that were announced for the uh, US show for DDT. Uh, next week, uh, we will go over the uh, Nagoya card that DDT is going to run. And we will also talk about the Kyoto KBS Hall show uh, from Dragon Gate. But until then, like, we, it was so good to have you both back on today. Uh, we don't know what the schedule is, is next week. Uh, Probably not everyone can make it. Probably, probably just me and Dylan, or me and Yannick, or I'm here. I'm all, all here. three of us. <laughs> Maybe it, it's all three of us, as always. But uh, any any last words you guys want to say before I close the show, guys? Yeah. Watch Gun Pro. Yes. I mean, what what better message to convey than, than watch Gambari Pro? Uh, uh, hopefully, uh, Unamana say get get well soon would be my message. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Yannick, if you have any gun pro thoughts, uh, just throw them out. We still have time. Um, as they've they've recently put out uh, three shows around the same day. Yeah. Um, I've seen the two two produce shows. I haven't seen like the big one yet, but at uh, that. Main event looks juicy. Not gonna lie on that. I'm really looking forward when I can finally watch that one. Um, but on the Katsumura produce show, I can really recommend the opener. Yeah. Um, it's just like a 
a grappling gauntlet. And obviously Katsumura is a, a former MMA guy. Yeah. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, the main event was also pretty good. Uh, nothing, nothing new. Nothing here is must see. What was this on the pro the Shinshiro Katsumata uh, Katsumura? Katsumura. Yeah. 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 Okay. Exactly. Okay. What you need um, to talk about? What you need to tell me about is a uh, Hong Kong International Policeman. <laughs> yeah. Hong Kong International Policeman had two matches on the other show I saw. Oh no no no! This was this show exactly. I got just put yeah. the card car up. Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to know this man's credentials right now. I know you are going to disrespect Hong Kong in front of me with a fake policeman. Is are you telling me this is not a real international policeman? I need to know: Is he a policeman? Is he international? Is he even from Hong Kong? What are his credentials? Um, in this case, I think I redact my statement and just say yes to that. Oh, okay. But um, it was obviously it was a comedy match. It was nothing special. So uh, like I wasn't a fan. Um, on the player association performance show, yeah. Um, the main event is forty-six minutes, eight-man survival. Uh, tag match, and at times that was really good. Yeah, I, I, I. The only things I've watched from these uh, three shows that they put out on the same day from the same venue. By the way, uh, Gunpro was pretty <laughs> busy that that day on the twenty eighth of January. Apparently, they're gonna do it too in February, at the end of February, and at the end of March. Great! I can't wait to cherry pick those shows because <laughs> I don't have the time to watch uh, every show in full. But I watched uh, the main event from uh, the Pro Transporter show, uh, which was Kanoka uh, Tanum Tanum Sak Toba versus Mizuki Watase and Tyson Mayaguchi. I thought that match was that match was fantastic. That is my yeah. uh, match of the year so far. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, that will be fantastic. I'm actually shocked that you haven't watched that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just didn't have the time. I yeah. just like was in the mood for some produce show. Yeah, because the, I... great, the great thing about Gunpro is that the the love and care they put into the small shows. It's just like Gunpro is a family, and you just I think you you get it especially in the small shows. Yeah. You looked at that card. You said, listen, I can watch this great tag match with a lot of action, lots of great hard-hitting stuff. But then we have Hong Kong International Policeman, and you said, I've got to watch Hong Kong International Policeman. Because even though you disrespected him, you chose his show over this one. No, no, no. I chose Harashima in the thighs. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) True. True. I accept this. Yes. But yeah, I I definitely recommend the the show from the pro, uh, the main event from the Pro Transporter show uh, on the twenty eighth. But uh, with that being said, um, Dylan, you have any closing thoughts? Yes, watch TVB dramas instead of Hong Kong International Policeman uh, Gone Pro Wrestler. In my opinion, if you're if you're going to go that route, uh, okay. otherwise just 
thank you to all the listeners out there. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show, had a lot of fun, just like we did. And uh, hopefully next week is just as fun and good when we talk about DDT, Dragon Gate, all the rest yeah. going forward. Yeah, and like, until then, we will be back. But until then, be ready, wake up, and go. Wake up and go. Wake up and go.